Sufism, the mystical sect of Islam, is filled with heart wisdom, the kind of wisdom that we have to discover beyond first appearances and common sense to embody a deeper kind of knowing. Sufi tales are often humorous teaching stories that express heart wisdom. The hero of many of these stories is Mullah Nusruddin. He's kind of like the Arabic Pink Panther. One day, Nasruddin exclaimed, I can see in the dark. Then why, said another man, do you carry a light at night? Well, Nasruddin said, I only carry a lamp to prevent people from bumping into me. The heart wisdom in this story is that the light that helps us to see in the dark is really a spiritual awareness, the light of spiritual wisdom. Nasruddin's foolishness is in his boastfulness, but he's still correct in his mystical realization. We are always bound, however, to look like a fool when we try to convey mystical understandings to people who cannot comprehend them. Another wisdom teacher, Jesus, spoke about the maidens who took their lamps with them so that they might see the bridegroom. Some have plenty of oil for their lamps and others do not. The lights are symbolic of consciousness, and the oil our own inner work. The bridegroom is symbolic of spiritual truth. I have a feeling that if the Christian fathers weren't so uptight, we might have a funnier Jesus, too. In Sufism, as in many mystical traditions, there are often two views of self. The lower or lesser self, defined by egotism and the limits of consciousness to the senses only, and the higher self, connected with inner truth. During one winter, Nasruddin was having difficulty getting by, so he started to think of ways to cut down his expenses. He decided to give his mule a little less barley. He did so, and the mule seemed content. A few days later, he gave it a little less, and it still seemed to be happy. This continued until he was giving the animal less than half its normal ration. The mule moved more slowly and was quieter, but Nasruddin still thought it was healthy and happy. Then one morning, to his surprise, he entered into the barn and found that his mule had died. He wept and cried aloud, just when he was getting used to not eating. We might laugh at Nasruddin's foolishness, but there's a very deep meaning in this story where the mule becomes a metaphor for how we treat ourselves, in particular, our spiritual life. Things get busy in everyday life, so we cut down on taking care of ourselves. We spend less time in the quiet or in gratitude. A few days later, we do it even less and stop doing things we love to do completely. Our conversations with loved ones aren't for connection, but just for appearances. We give ourselves less and less because we seem to be getting by okay. But one day, we're numb. We look within and find our spirits have died. How foolish is Nasruddin? How foolish are we when not nourishing our own soul seems like something we can afford? One Friday, Nasruddin went to speak at the local mosque. Do you know what it is that I'm about to tell you, he said. The people looked at each other and they answered, Yes. Well, Nasruddin replied, there's no reason to speak to you, and he took off from the stage. The audience was very upset, and they invited Nasruddin back the following week. Nasruddin again took the stage, and he said, Do you know what it is that I'm about to tell you? The crowd looked at each other, and they answered, No. Well, then, Nasruddin replied, I won't waste my time speaking to such ignorant people. And he took off once again. The people of the mosque felt that they had offended Nasruddin, so they invited him back once more. The following Friday, Nasruddin got up on stage, and he said, Do you know what it is that I'm about to tell you? The crowd looked at each other, and they all replied, Some of us yes, and some of us no? Well, then, Nasruddin said, Will those of you who know please inform those of you who do not know? And he left the stage once again. The essence of the Sufi path is to nourish the soul, to fill our life with heart wisdom. No one knows the exact origination of the word Sufi, 
Many believe it comes from the Arabic word for wool, that it speaks to unifying the wisdom of the world. Another is that Sufi comes from the Greek word for wisdom, Sophia. The goal of the Sufi is to connect with al-haq, which we can translate as that which is beyond the veil, or as that which is truly real. Wisdom helps us to awaken the heart and overcome the lower self. The best-known Sufi, Rumi, put it this way, If you could get rid of yourself just once, the secret of secrets would open to you. The face of the unknown hidden beyond the universe would appear on the mirror of your perception. Nasruddin was once awakened by two men fighting outside. His wife urged him to go out and stop it. Nasruddin wrapped himself in his blanket and he ran outside to break up the fight, and one of the men ran off with his blanket. When he returned upstairs, his wife asked him what all the fighting was about. Apparently, Nasruddin replied, over my blanket. The lesser aspects of ourselves takes this as a joke about Nasruddin's stupidity, but a higher aspect of ourselves sees Nasruddin as perhaps not the most common-sense sane, but spiritually elite in demonstrating non-attachment. Notice he isn't too upset about losing his blanket. Remember also what the great teacher Jesus said, If a man takes your shirt, give him your coat also. Nasruddin was once asked why he wasn't married. He answered that in his youth he had sought the perfect bride. He traveled to one area and met a woman beautiful and kind, but she wasn't knowledgeable enough. Then he went to another town and met another woman beautiful and wise, but she didn't communicate all that well. Finally, he found her. She had depth, beauty, graciousness, and was the total package. He said, I believe I had found the perfect wife. Then why didn't you marry her? The man asked him. Unfortunately, Nasruddin answered, she was looking for the perfect husband. What a humorous way to remind us not to be attached to perfection. A king wanted all his subjects to know the difference between what was true and what was false. So in order to enter the city gates, one had to answer a question. Nasruddin approached the guard and the guard asked him, Tell us where you are going. Tell the truth, or if you do not, you'll be hanged. I'm going to be hanged, said Nasruddin. I don't believe you, said the guard. Very well, then, Nasruddin said. If I have told a lie, then hang me. But that would make it the truth, said the guard. Your truth, said Nasruddin. The idea here being that the idea that truth and fiction are opposites is untrue. They tell each other. This is the truth of the hidden reality into the central truth of humility, where admitting you're wrong can make you right. We learn this in relationships with our kids and so on. The heart wisdom of Nasruddin, when taken well, seriously with a smile, we might say, should help us find wisdom, not only in our moments of genius, but in our moments of foolishness and naivety as well. For surely, real wisdom finds its passage through both.